Welcome to the HomeKit 5 Podcast. We talk every week about the latest news in the Apple ecosystem for smart homes. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host, Brayden Owens. Enjoy the show. Welcome to HomeKit 5 Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Brayden. This week, we are going to talk about home tags, Sony's TV lineup, Maros has another HomeKit enabled device. Onvis is coming out with a camera and Akara has something that's available. I don't know by the time you watch this today. So, let's dive into it. Uh home tags. I thought this was kind of interesting. I don't know that I would like download this or buy this or use this, but uh one it is an app that essentially allows you to use NFC tags to launch HomeKit scenes. So um, if, you're, if you've been using iOS 13 and you have an iPhone XS or newer, I think, is that one? Yeah, yes. Then you get access to NFC tag support. You can already like, you know, just swipe them. I've been using this up in the bedroom. I actually set, um my wife up with one and like she uses it to just tap at bedtime and it we use auto sleep and it like just runs the series shortcut for saying like she's basically going to bed and then it'll track like from the time she swipes it to the time she falls asleep based on her watch movement and heart rate and all that like it figures out when she fell asleep and so for me like it's been taking like 13 to 15 minutes for me to fall asleep that's kind of cool to see um but the other thing that I do as part of that, like I have a personal automation that like, you know, shuts, it does the auto sleep. It turns on, we listen to rain sound at night and then we, uh, it runs the home kit scene good night. And then it like basically shuts down all these lights in the office, all the lights in the entire house. Um, make sure the doors are locked, garage door is shut, like everything. And, um, that's been working great. And I love that. Uh, but basically this app gives you the ability to just tie an NFC tag into their app and then run a home kit scene as a result of that. Uh, but the nice thing is it works on older phones, which was a little surprising to me. So the NFC scanning hardware must have been there. It says it works on iOS or not iOS iPhone seven or later Yeah. to do the, the NFC tag. So that's kind of interesting to me that Apple's had this hardware and they just haven't really exposed it till the 10s. I wonder if it just like wasn't reliable enough that they maybe the other thing they said is uh, you have to be on the 10s and later uh, phones in order to do the background scanning. So I can just have my phone open, but tap the tag and like open applications which is kind of cool. We have one in the bathroom that like brings up the scale app. Uh, so when you want to like weigh yourself, it uses Bluetooth to sync. So you got to have the app up. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of cool because if you have an older phone, you know, like we have, I think we have one older phone that's not a 10 S or newer. Um, and that basically that one could work with NFC, but you do have to bring the app up before you scan the tag. So I don't know. Is that a time savings? 
kind of it's I'm, I'm i'm interested i might just grab this just to play with it is there a price on this thing let me click into the app store here it says free on the app store free uh, there you go i'll and definitely play with it <laughs> no in-app purchases huh. it's very interesting it's an interesting idea yes all right sony at ces they unveiled their tv lineup and it includes HomeKit and AirPlay 2 support. Um, I so there's 19 of them um, that come in a wide uh, range of sizes, up to from 43 up to 85. Um, I think they're are they all 4K? Yeah, 4K HDR. Um, LEDs, so not OLED. Oh. Two of the Brava lines are OLED, yes. Yeah. But yeah, they all have um, HomeKit and AirPlay 2 support. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Again, like, I haven't... We still don't have the update for our TV up there. I don't... I don't think... This one might be AirPlay enabled. I don't... Uh, anyway... I'm still interested to play around with it. Uh, we're actually going to go over to uh, my mom's house later, your, your grandma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and we're going to help her set up her. She got uh, some new stuff, including uh, the OLED, the, the, what's it? Who makes that? LG. LG. She got the LG uh, C9 on my recommendation. <laughs> uh, and that one does include airplay support and does include HomeKit support so i'm kind of curious to see how that works out I, I definitely would like the ability to turn the tv off and on through HomeKit, right because still i have that good night uh home scene and right now i'm like controlling the tv through the raspberry pi but my pie just borked like last week and i just i haven't had time to sit down and, and work on it so it's like i definitely could see the advantage of just like having direct home kit support uh, it looks like they're going to have controls for turning the power off and on, changing the input, the volume, all through the home app or via our favorite voice assistant. So, <laughs> All right. Looks cool. Yes. Meros has a HomeKit-enabled smart light switch now available on Amazon. Uh, normally, you know, I don't get too excited about this stuff, but uh, it looks like it's a Wi-Fi switch. Uh, but I really like the pricing. It came in at $25.99. It's just a, a pretty simple rocker um, switch, and it's got like a little blue light at the bottom. It reminds me a little bit of what the um, the other switches, the Wemo switches Wemo. we have. But this is like, I don't know, 10 bucks cheaper at least than the Wemo switches. Um, and, uh, you know, we haven't talked about it a lot, but... I definitely think that switches can be cheaper in the long run to put in and control your lights. Like in here, we have one light switch, but it's controlling six bulbs. Yeah. Uh, and like putting in the hue bulbs was quite expensive in here. I did it just like for the YouTube setup so we could be able to control the colors. But, you know, uh, that comes with additional complications. And I think the light switches are kind of nice because like people can still come into the room and flip the light switch on or off or push the light switch on or off. And because it's a rocker style, like it's really just 
executing the opposite of what the lights are right now, right? Mm -hmm. But I can still then control it through um, the home app or through an automation or something. But if someone comes into this office and right now they flip off the light switch, like I can't control any of these hue bulbs, which is kind of annoying. So I definitely like replacing the light switches in a house. Uh, and at this price, it seems like this is gonna be a good way to go. I might try to grab some of these and try them out. So maybe we'll have a future video on that. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any smart light switches in your mom's? We don't, but I think I might get some for the kitchen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable replacing those? I or do. You, do you, have you guys had an electrician come in to do any work? We haven't yet. No. Okay. But I think, I don't know. I've seen you do it. And oh. I, I feel like. You're an expert by proxy now. Huh? <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Um, on this smart camera, so it's it's uh, coming out in May. Whoops. Just scroll down to the bottom of the article. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a 1080p camera with a 134-degree range. 134-degree field, field of vision. vision. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it supports four streamings. Um, what's streamings? I wonder. I That's a weird word, right? It is. We're reading this on HomeKit Authority, and that seems like a weird way to put it. Four streams is the way I would have said it, but uh, it does one for HomeKit secure video, then two iOS devices can watch, and then there's one stream for local storage. So that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. How do I know? two iOS devices versus HomeKit secure video. I guess it's recording to iCloud. Yeah. You can also have two devices watch it, and then it's also recording to local storage. Yeah. Kind of interesting. The local storage is up to 128 on a SD card. Mm. Yeah. There's Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Looks like it'll do 5 gig or 2.4 gig. Two-way audio. Uh, enhanced night vision. Using did, you, did you say 1080p? I did say 1080p. Okay. Yeah. This is interesting. So they don't put the price up, but they say it's going to be competitive. If you're watching, I'm, I'm giving air quotes around <laughs> competitive here. Um, I don't know, man. At 1080p, like the Eufy cams were both 2K, and they came out at a surprising price point to me. I feel like competitive, you got to put this thing at like 35 bucks. Otherwise, it's probably not competitive being 1080p, Yeah, you know, and like those Eufy cams, they come with those audio sensors as well. So you can use an audio sensor and the motion sensor on that thing to trigger automations, which I think is super nice. And uh, I don't know if they're still discounted, but if you, if you, if they are, Definitely go check out the Eufy cams right now because uh, for the kind of the pre-launch, they were doing like, I want to say like 15% off. So they were like, I think the cheap one was down to like 30 or 35 bucks. So, I mean, that's a good deal. Um, or no, that was the pain until it was 35 bucks. Oh, right, Normally yeah. 50. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, great deals. Uh, and this one, I don't know. It says it's coming out. We'll launch the camera in May, but I don't know what that means as far as like 
when you'd actually get it, right? Like the UV cam, you can buy it now, but you're not going to get it till June from the sounds of it. So I don't know. Curious to see this on this timing wise when it ships. I am too. All right. Lastly, uh, we've got a link. If you want to watch a video uh, from Shane Watley, Shane Creates, he put up a review of the new Akara uh smart wall switch another wall switch today uh they have they'll have a single rocker and a double rocker which is kind of cool so if you do have a an outlet that has like two switches uh you know in one kind of gang situation you can replace it or if you want like um in the video he shows like he's replacing he's got two switches he's just putting a double rocker there and then a blank face face plate uh, but really, you could you could jump off the the live wire on the the back of the switch, and probably like if you wanted to set up a what do you call it a an outlet or something. And that second, he just puts a blank faceplate there. But mm -hmm. um, and they come in the like like I said the the single and the double. They have a neutral wire wire version and a non neutral wire version. I do like the looks of this thing. Uh, but it doesn't have any kind of indicator light on it. Whereas the Maros has just a little light at the bottom that indicates whether the light is on or off. Um, and if, if it has connectivity, this one, uh, this does use Zigbee, which I am kind of interested in. Right. Uh, so I found out the other day that Zigbee operates on like, uh, 26 channels. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whereas like Wi-Fi is on 13 channels. Uh, so it's kind of nice because you can, rather than like, necessarily choking up my Wi-Fi where I have a lot of devices this is nice because it's Zigbee and I can like move Zigbee off to an area where it wouldn't affect my Wi-Fi necessarily so kind of interesting I don't know what do you think did you see the look of this thing um I Let's sort of did you. oh wow yeah yeah it's very sleek and then there's the Maros mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know which one I like better you have thoughts opinions I think I like the Maros just based on the fact of the indicator light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then this one, obviously, will hook up to the, the Akara hub, and you can mm -hmm. do all kinds of automations. It should show up in HomeKit. I don't know. I guess it depends on the price, but their stuff is so cheap. It really is. Like, I mean, $20 for most of their sensors, like, that's the cheapest stuff you can buy. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll have a video on that in the future, too. Stay tuned. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, as always, we appreciate you listening, checking us out. Uh, we do post these up on Reddit. Uh, we post them on YouTube. Uh, we put it up in the, the podcast feed. So however you're watching, be sure you're subscribing. Be sure you give us a thumbs up or a like. Uh, we always appreciate that stuff. And then uh, you want to check and see if we have any comments on Apple? We haven't checked that in a while. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we're always working on this setup. You can see, uh, I think it's mostly the same. We're going to, at some point soon, we'll paint this back wall if you're watching on YouTube. Um, we've got a new light on order to help with the lighting in here uh, to hopefully diffuse a little better. Uh, but either way, we appreciate you listening and checking out all the home kit action that's going on uh in the world today and uh you know we did we didn't miss last week we had a, a fever scare in the house so we decided to 
just continue social distancing. It turned out it was just, I don't nothing as far as we could tell. Yeah. Not that you can get a test to know for sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will hopefully see you guys again next week. Thanks for watching or listening. Bye.